The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him! Real hip hop revealed that it fits. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we said, Dawn. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that i reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art, the shock. Go with it. Keep it a beat so the block don't miss it. Welcome to the city stand. Up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir You're now tuned in to The Fix Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B and poetry I go by the name of DJ Focus And I am Dice Gamble What's good sis? Happy Monday to you Hey happy Monday to you Made it through the weekend Yeah. How was that mama day? How was that mama day? Oh, Mama day was good It was peaceful and that's exactly what I prayed for Thank you God what everything. What what didn't I eat? Let's change, <laughs> let's change the question. <laughs> Who got to go get on the treadmill after this? Me. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, that's the day where you just do what you want to do. You let it go. Eat everything you want to eat. Drink what you want to drink. Just enjoy yourself. And I did that. Yeah. How was that's, your Mother's Day? And it was said good. You it was hang it, out. Yeah, it was it was good. I hanged out with my siblings, um, as well as I hung out with my my water. My forgive me, my water, my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Which is wait a minute, which 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 is your water? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We know what happened when you thirsty. (laughs) Like where my water at? Where my water at? Where my water at? No, I definitely had a good time. Just hung out with family. Got a chance to hung out, like I say, with my with my sister, mm-hmm. um, and as well as you know, with my family. You know, daughter yeah. came by. My uh, wife uh, made a uh, she did cook. I know you okay. were talking about. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, not she, me. You know, not yeah. me. <laughs> you didn't cook nothing. Not me. You got served. I did. I did, and you know it's a different show, but we'll talk about all the ways. Someday. Yes, I wasn't doing anything. No, that is, I shut it down. I told you I'm no nonsense, but but uh, no, my husband was great. He came through with everything I asked for. So bless his heart. I know he's tired. <laughs> Praise God. He's like, thank yeah. God it's Monday. Mm-hmm. I did a little cooking too, as well. So it, it wasn't just it was a joint effort. So oh. I'm I'm not the I'm not the chef. I'm not gonna portray myself as like chef for rd like but there's certain things i can make so okay. i actually you know i cook we cook some steaks 
my wife wanted steak, so we had some T-bones. Oh so I prepared God. that. So she she did a few of the sides. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's sweet. That's that way sweet. I didn't burn them up and mess them up. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And mm-hmm. of course, we got another hot show for y'all today. We got to get y'all Monday going the right way. Uh, we definitely have an exclusive interview. Um, Dice and I got a chance to get the uh, director of Jesus Saves uh, Part 1, the true story of a Philly MC on the line with some of the cast. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're definitely going to take y'all in that, that take y'all into that great conversation we had with them, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, we got a real talk topic that we're going to talk about today, Dice. What we got going? Listen, uh, today we are going to talk about seven ways to biblically empower women. So, ladies, all of y'all out here, we're going to talk about ways that uh, <clears throat> you can be empowered biblically. How people should be doing it, could be doing it, ways you should be seeking it. Just biblical empowerment for women, that is. So, listen, sorry, guys. What, sorry for no, the fellas. This is not your day. I mean, no, you can listen cool. to the music, but the talk, <laughs> well, the talk, actually, I take that back. The talk might encourage the fellas and give the fellas some tips on mm-hmm. how to, how to do that. So it is for you fellas. I take that back. No, it's cool with you guys coming off of Mama Day. You know, I'm glad you're speaking to the ladies this morning. Yeah, yeah. Getting them up, encouraging them. So, yeah, wake that's up, a blessing. Wake up, wake mm-hmm. up. Wake up, wake up. So, <laughs> we, we pray you guys are getting ready for work. If you're already at work, mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a blessed, blessed day, a blessed, mm-hmm. productive day. Mm-hmm. Let's get y'all going with some of this music. We know what y'all came here for. Okay. Uh, let's let's start it off with a little bit of a uh, Scooty Wop. I heard, too. Vert Bob. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Fix is in. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Tune back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble checking in. Listen, we are blessed um, to have a uh, very extraordinary man on the line right now. Um, he's a pastor. He's a director. He's a CEO. He's been doing a lot of things uh, for a long time uh, within the faith, within music, specifically Christian hip hop. And listen, he here. He's here to talk about his movie. Uh, that's really been uh, changing people's lives. Uh, Jesus Say Part One: A True Story of a Philly MC. Help me welcome in Pastor Hans. What's good, brother? Oh man, I'm blessed and prosperous, and um, Jesus saves to the utmost. I'm glad to be in in the air with with the with the with, with the with the brethren and, and and the people of God. Man, I'm doing well. God is faithful. He's he's better to me than I deserve. So thank God for that. How you doing? We good. We good. So listen, I'm going to keep you in that same vein, Pastor. You about to preach. You about to preach. So maybe share a little bit of your faith story with the people. Uh, Maybe how you developed your relationship with God before we get into everything else you got going on. Yeah. um, And trying to redeem the times. Um, There's not enough minutes in the day for me to praise God for what he's done in my life and and who he is. But um, March 12th, 1995 is the day that I did not just have Jesus become my savior, but he became my Lord. 
And um, before that, I was saved in a dorm room at Temple University. I gave my life to the Lord, but I was still in the world, living in the world, um, dealing with women and uh, signing record deals and all that kind of stuff. But in 95, um, you know, I said a, a sincere prayer to the Lord from my heart on an airplane coming in from St. Thomas to New York City. I said, Lord, if you will heal me. And even if you don't heal me, just take away this depression because I don't want to live no more. And I cried for five hours on the airplane. We landed in San Juan. I say we because the Holy Spirit was definitely with me. And um, I cried like a little baby, years of tears, years of hurt, years of pain. And when we landed in New York City, I wouldn't have been able to articulate it that way then because my vocabulary was really foul. And I was losing a lot of vocabulary through my involvement in the music. But I'll just say that something broke. And the next day I went to church where I still serve now, New Covenant Church in Philadelphia, where we're doing a homeless shelter for young people and doing evangelism there. I'm a reverend there. I went to um, a church. I went to the church and they asked, did anybody want prayer? I raised my hand. And... uh yeah, and and after we prayed, I knew that Jesus was Lord. I was having my doubts. I really was because I think evil communication corrupts good manners. And when you're in a certain type of lifestyle like I was living, I was getting out of label funded by drug money. I was dealing with a lot of people that was into a lot of different things. And I was losing my faith. Mm-hmm. And though I wasn't raised in church, the faith that I did have, I was losing it. And um, but when I prayed that prayer, I was like, you know what? I know Jesus is Lord. And at the end of the service, they asked that anybody want to come up and get a life to Christ. And although I had already prayed a prayer of repentance, asking Christ in my heart, I said, Lord, I believe I believe I'm already saved. But I went up to join the church. And when I did, they encouraged me to make a great dedication to Christ. And that's been uh, 27 years and the Lord has kept me. He doesn't just save, he keeps. Come on. And so in that series of time, he gave me a lot of supernatural revelations, things that I needed. I was in a relationship at a time with a young lady. Uh, I was living with two women. He told me to leave her. Within two weeks, I was gone. I had an album um, that was, we had the test presses out. It was my third old me, third project. Robert Washington Jr. was on it. A whole lot of people did a song with Freeway. One of the singles, Skeff Anson from Tribe, called Quest had produced stuff. I mean, it was a lot of, it was the most creative piece of work that the old me had been a part of, but it was also the foulest piece of work. And God was like, yo, you got to let go of this music. So he told me to call the guy who had funded half of it. Um, and I told him, I said, I can't do this no more. I, was, I funded the other half. Um, we had a distribution deal at the time and it was blowing up in Philly on Power 99 and DAS and like video jukebox. And that's when God called me. Many times God will call you when you have everything to lose, but everything to gain. And that's what he did. He called me at a time where I had to make a decision. And I'll be honest with you, it wasn't an easy decision. And it had not been for the love of God and his supernatural revelations. I'd probably still be caught up in it. But I've seen some things that I will never forget. I experienced some things I will never forget. Supernatural experiences to let me know. Uh, I remember being in the studio. Uh, there, I was uh, one day. I was walking out the street. I had decided, God, all right, I'm not gonna do this. And one of the video shows, 
that they have in this area. One of the hosts was walking down the street and he seen me, he said, Hans, yo. He said, yo, man, we got your new video. We blowing it up, blah, blah, blah. We want to bring you in for an interview. So, and I compromised. I said, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to rep- represent you. I'm going to go there. I'm going to represent you. But I was compromising. And I went up there in the station. And I can tell you, when I looked in the screen, in the green room, when they was playing the, the old me's video, what I seen, I seen demonic stuff in it. And then when I went into the to the uh, mic area where they interview you, and I remember the whole, I, I know it was the Lord because I still remember the rhyme to this day. They said, yo, Hans, you know, I was known for freestyle. And he's like, Buster Freestyle. I said, all praise God has not peace to Ed and Rise. That was the name of the host. And I said something else. But the two dudes that was in a group with me, one's in the, in, in the roots now, they, everything I said was for God. Everything they said was anti-God. Like it blasphemed God. And I was in that same vein before this now. But what happened is God supernaturally stripped my natural eyes. Mm. And I saw what was actually functioning through them and in them. But I seen it like literally, I didn't see natural. I seen, and I was like, whoa. And when we went to the back, we went outside in the parking lot. The Holy Spirit fell on me. He said, listen, man, if you don't leave us right now, you're not going to be here much longer. And so that's when I, you know, I said, okay. I told him, I said, yo, guys, I can't do this anymore. That was like maybe two weeks, two months after I had walked up the aisle. And since then, you know, right in that vicinity of time, I have I have totally left that, you know. I threw all the stuff away, the reels, and put that stuff away and, and just, just trusted God. But it's been an uh, interesting journey. Sorry about the long-winded piece, but it's hard for me to just condense you know, the Apostle Paul, every time he came into a tricky situation, he always went back to his testimony. He always went back to his bread and butter. Like, listen, you can argue doctrine with me. You can argue this and that, but you cannot argue my experience. You cannot argue with me what when God touched me. People ask me all the time, why? Why did you let go of music? Why did you leave? Why were you, you was popping? You, why did you? And I say, it's simple. He touched me. And when God touches you, you're never going to be the same. You're never going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're not going to have no issues, but you ain't never going to be the same. So Jesus saves. That's good. And that's a powerful testimony in, in a super short version. Like you said, I know it's long and it, and probably, we. I hope we see a movie about that other piece. um, (laughs) yeah i also i was gonna ask you like um and as far as this movie goes you being a director actor a writer a producer you know you're dealing with a superstar cast you know like you just said you you can kind of see spiritually some things that are going on how do you prepare to take on such a big project like what, what what are some of the things you do or some tips you can maybe give the listeners to do when they know they're about to God has given them this task, this vision, and you know what you're up against. Like, how do you kind of prepare for that? Yeah, it's hard to say how to prepare, to be quite honest with you. Um, I think the Lord prepares you um, through through the process and he humbles you and he breaks you and then he remakes you. Um, And I say that to say because... God is, he's, he's, he's very wise in the way he does things because he will never let you see what you're about to get into 
Because <laughs> if he did, you probably wouldn't go down that road. You know what I mean? He dropped he dropped a movie on me in '95, and around 2001, when I graduated from Temple, I was taking a film course, uh, script writing course. So I officially, I guess you say, academically began writing a the script then, but was doing little jots after that. And then for like 10 years, I would just take Saturdays, one hour on a Saturday, and just write. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would write 20 minutes. Sometimes I'll write an hour. Sometimes I'll write five minutes and pray it was the time. But it was my time to focus on that piece. And in 10 years, finally 10 years, the script was pretty much done. It was like, 200 it was like 200 some pages which is every minute is a every minute every page is a minute in script time mm-hmm. and we got to a point where we was about to start the movie i was taking some money i'll put it into the project or whatever and i said a prayer i said lord i said um i'm willing to do this i just asking you for two things i said cover my marriage and I said, don't let me go through the pain that I went through when we did a, a, this album we had done a few years before that, when everything just went crazy. Hmm. And he, all I heard back was, you're going to go through more pain. So if you ask me, what I would tell you to prepare for it is dig deep spiritually. I see. Dig deep spiritually. Spend time with God. When you're in a season, you know, Israel went into the promised land. And God was like, yo, don't forget me. Mm. So if you're in a season of peace, don't don't get lackadaisical with God because your your test will come and 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 if you're gonna do a work for God, you better believe you will be tested. You better believe He's gonna put you in the weight room. W-A-I-T-W-E-I-G-H-T, the weight room, where you get mm. put on you, you gotta wait on the Lord, the enemy's throwing things at you. And when we started that film, all heck broke loose. And I'm going to be real with you. If it had not been for the grace of God, I wouldn't be there. So tempted to jump off a building. So tempted to literally just fast out. So tempted. It was just crazy. I can't even put it into words, the spiritual warfare. Um, the day that we about to start shooting, we our deposit money in the counters. And that was 10 years ago. It took 10 years to film it. And... um my computer crashed, but that's nothing. That's physical stuff. But like I sensed as soon as we stepped in it, I felt the warfare. I could literally feel it. And but you know what? God makes a promise. And he made me a promise. And I'm 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 sorry. He made me a promise. And the promise he made me, well, he told me I was gonna go through more pain. Mm-hmm. And within a, a month or two after the sh- starting the shoot. I was like, that was definitely the Lord. <laughs> was definitely the Lord. I didn't want to receive it when I heard it. I knew what I heard, but I tried to ignore it. You ever get a word from God and you be like, nah, that wasn't God. I ain't received that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He you real quick, too. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Lord, that was you. I'm sorry. And then... uh and then, and one day I was up in our church walking through the narthex. We just had men's prayer. And I was thinking, I guess, about the pain and that word. And the Holy Spirit said, but after the baby is born, you'll remember the pain no more. And I want to say this to somebody out there that may have a vision from God. 
and you've been obedient. The Apostle Paul said, I was not disobedient to his heavenly vision. You've been obedient to the vision and you stepped into it and all had broke loose and things went from where they were to way worse in your eyes. Stay in the vision. God is not going to bring something to a place of birth and then allow you to have an abortion. God doesn't. Mm. God, every that's the scripture in the Bible, I think in Jeremiah. And so when you get to a place where you're tested, just, just hold on because you will get through it. And when you do and you see the birthing of it, the pain leaves mm. and the joy comes in the morning. And, and, and you'll thank God for the pain because you realize that the pain produced something powerful for the glory of God. And you'll see the relationship in the whole situation. And the Bible says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's a tree of life. <laughs> faith grows and you go to the next level in your faith because you're like, God was with me the whole time in the tunnel. So let me stop because I'll be preaching. I apologize. <laughs> L- yeah. Listen, you appreciate heart. That's all you know. That's what you know. That's what you know. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Listen, you tuned into the fix. Your source of fake confused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and we got Pastor MC Han Soul. Listen, we got to go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tune back into the fix. Your source of fake confused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, and we still uh, having a great conversation with Pastor MC Han Soul. Uh, Pastor, uh, you said so many, you dropped so many gems. Um, I want you to speak a little bit more to the mental health piece. Mm. I, I really feel like, you know, you've been hitting uh, on it. And of course, the story talks about it. But how yeah. important for you personally is mental health? This is, this is May. This is mental health month. So just speak about the importance of that a little bit. You going in my cup right now. Praise the Lord. Well, that's, yeah, I'll say this, man. And May is mental health. Actually, we have a screening May 28th out here, which is the mental health month awareness screening in the movie is unfortunately no not unfortunately um so mental health i'm a aside from the ministry piece uh, my tent making is i'm the athletic director of school of the future which is a high school in philly and i'm a health and phys ed teacher for a small part of the day like only two classes because my ad duties but i teach health and i always teach health holistically and i try to tell the young people like listen your spiritual, your mental, and your emotional health is, I know everybody wants you to focus on the physical, but that's probably more important. It is more important than your physical health because where your mind is, that's where your body going to follow. And we all know that the Bible says, guard your heart diligently for out of it flow the issues of life. And so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You could be... You can have everything popping, but if your mind is not clicking right, it's, you're in a situation. And, and we know in scripture, he says, be therefore transformed by the renewing of your mind. Scripture also says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. But he says that anxiety in the heart causes it to stoop, but a good word will lift it up. So therefore, we know we need to go to scripture We need to speak words of edification, exhortation, and comfort to other believers, to to, to those that don't know the Lord, because this is how their heart can be lifted up. And when they sense their heart lifted up, they can say, that's God. So for me, mental health is everything. So the question is, in the movie, the movie, unfortunately, in my life, my mom 
and the movie touches on it. When I was two years of age, my mom is Swedish. My dad is African-American. I'm a Swedish citizen and American Swedish. And I'm a kingdom. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, number one. And um, when I was two years of age, due to racism, most likely, what I've been told or somebody being jealous of my dad or whatever, I don't know. Somebody gave my mom a Mickey. Mm. And my mom, she ended up dealing with mental and battling mental and emotional health her whole life. Okay. So when I was two, we moved, when I was three, we moved back to Sweden, moved to Sweden. And then, uh, um, like five or six, my mom moved me and my brother back. So at six years of age, I pretty much lost my mom. And that, I guess the enemy was using that to deal with the, to try to open up a door of rejection. And I'm saying that because rejection has a great um, connection to depression and to other mental issues. So fast forward, try to find a lot of, you know, love and other women or different things. And now you're, you're jacking your soul up <laughs> that God created in his image. You're, you're opening doors of things. You know what I'm saying? So the movie talks about that. And then my involvement in secular hip hop. So hip hop music is different than other music because hip hop is like, it's almost like meditation music because it speaks to the mind. So that's why you start thinking on something. You'll see something. You'll hear a lyric. That's why, you know, when cats say a dope rhyme, you know, people is taken somewhere and they're seeing something in their mind. Like somebody through the metaphors and the similes will explain something and it takes you to a certain place that maybe other songs can't. And so for me, being a part of the culture, not just being a fan, but when I signed my first record deal with Epic Records, the first Philly artist signed to a major label in the 90s, then I no longer became just a fan. I was in a factory that made the music. And now when you're in a factory of the, the making the music, you are really tapped in into another level. And I'll just say it that way. And you're exposed in another dimension. And so, and that's why you'll see somebody like Whitney Houston, who's all fresh, bushy-tailed, cheeks all rosy. And then 10 years in the industry, they shrivel up. Because there's a spirit that attacks the mind once you're making these covenants and contracts with these music industry folks. And I can't really have the time to get into all that now, but maybe another day I would. But so for me, I really started dealing with a lot. I've seen the connection. As soon as I signed my first record deal, I started battling depression. I could never figure out why when I signed with Loud Records in 93, right when I signed, I had all this money in my pocket. I'm on an airplane, same thing like before, but this time I was just praying that the plane would crash. But I just had a record, I just got a record deal. Like why, why would you be sad? Well, see, you're making your soul and your spirit can actually feel that. And you're making packs and you don't even realize it. And now you are, and then the other thing is just like I told you, I was known as a freestyle artist. And so when you're freestyling, it's like a type of witchcraft if you're not tapping into Christ. And you're saying everything that comes to your mind. And that's why cats would just start saying some crazy, abominable things because they're tapped into a certain realm that is not of God. And they're just saying what the enemy's throwing on their mind to say. So it's, it's kind of like a witchcraft piece. I can't 
like again I, I can't really get into all that right now but I'm just gonna say doing all that I I started battling with mental health issues personally and had it not been for the grace of God I wouldn't be here so um, the movie kind of shows that shows the connection between the music and, and mental health and other things and mental health premarital uh, relationships and mental health and if you do statistics you'll see if you study statistics you'll see people that lose their virginity that people that have sex outside of marriage their 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 academic performance goes down their um, their self-esteem goes down their mental health goes down so the enemy is constantly trying to come at our mental health and God is trying to help us to be in a situation where we preserve our mental health and so the movie kind of touches on some of those things in a, in a way that I think is not the wrong type of preaching. It's just sharing a story. It's just sharing a story and, and a, in a real and a transparent way. So I hope I hope I didn't lose anybody with that. No, no, you didn't. You didn't lose any of us. I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. If if this if it, if it happened, was there anything new that God showed you? coming out of producing this movie that you had never really seen before uh one thing new that god showed me that's a really good question and i pray the holy spirit give me wisdom in my lowest moment one of my lowest moments i remember graduating from seminary during this process when things got real heavy and I, um, everybody was rejoicing and I was crying, but I wasn't crying tears of joy. I felt broken. I felt almost lost. And I'm, now I was a believer, but after doing a movie and starting a movie, it just got crazy. And the Lord gave me a word of knowledge. He said, the next person that gets on the mic has, is, is a person who is, Holy Spirit help me. Um, a minister of compassion or something like that. That was the word that I received. And the person got up was a Caucasian brother, minister, and everything that came from his mouth was just exuding mercy, compassion. I just saw it was coated with it. And I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm just so grateful that you're with me. And he said, and I'm never going to leave you. And I say that to say one thing that I've heard in scripture, I've heard people preach about. But one thing, the revelation that's hit me in this thing, that God will never leave me nor forsake me. No matter how dark the valley is, no matter how much death may feel as around me, no matter how much death may feel like it's got a grip on me, my Redeemer will never leave me. He will never forsake me. And, and he will turn and work things out for my good and for your good. So I encourage you just to hold on, whether it's about a movie, a marriage, um, if it's about you're battling depression, whatever it is that you're going through, God will never leave you. And you got to trust in that promise because it's real. So that's that's something I've gotten out of this. It's not that I didn't know it. I really know it now. Is that okay. makes sense? Yeah, that's good. So let, let, let's let's talk about this all-star cast you got. How, how did you put together this cast? I know it had to be difficult when you were uh, trying to, you know, get people, you know, in the different roles. So talk about that, the cast and, and, yeah. and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I'll say this: anything that good was done in the movie, the Lord did it. And anything that's been good in my life, the Lord did it. Um, how did He do it? Because He's faithful and He's sovereign. Some of the ways He directed me to do things. Um, you know, we had a two fish and five loaves budget. And so <laughs> drop, drop that mic one more time. Say that again. <laughs> we had a fish and five loaves budget, which meant that we didn't have six digits, seven digits. We had no digits. Um, but no, the Lord, we, you know, take your little money there. You put it in and God says, oh, I'm going to break it and multiply it. And, you know, you, you have friends. I knew play from, you know. From back in the day, I actually was cooler with Kid in the world and DJ Wiz, like when I was in the world. But I, I knew Play, and we had developed a relationship in ministry early on. And I saw him as a character. Um, Jafia Life, one of my homies, Ishan Burgundy, somebody that I had mentored. Um, Jamie Grace, that was the Lord too. Um, you know, we have used one of the, um, and for Christian filmmakers, because I don't want to teach nobody how to make a demonic movie, but for those trying to do things that build up the kingdom, um, there's a website. I don't even I want to give no plug. There's, a, there's like a booking, there's like a casting website that I went and, and I put on there. And somehow Jamie Grace has seen the movie and she just reached out, said she wanted to be in it. So I, I reached out to her mom and we made that, the Lord made that happen. Um, Benjamin and Yango from God's Not Dead. I was trying to cast somebody for my father. He's also beautifully broken. And something, he, something just drew me to him. And I was talking to him and also Clifton Powell had been casted originally, but he couldn't do it because I don't want to get to read. I mean, he did it. He wanted to do it, but he got off of some well, he got off his money and he's like, Hans, I'll come back and do it another day. Um, but we had already scheduled everything to shoot that day. So I called Benjamin up and Benjamin was like, yo, he's with it. And I'm so, you know, I'm grateful that God worked it out that way. Um, though I love Clifton as well. And so, um, yeah, so that was just all God things. Um, and Christopher Band from Loving, a friend of mine, she did movies out here. So basically, man, you know, you just got to search, you know, I mean, it, the, the movie, because it's a, it's actually a five hour piece. It's, it's a two part, eight part series. So there's part one, part two that we already filmed five hours. And because it's such a big production and scenes with like, you gotta, you gotta be creative. So like we did the Jamie Grace piece when Jamie came, the Lord dropped it on my heart. Like, yo, do a concert with Jamie and truth. And Truth is in it too. And he's one of, he's one of my boys that came up with it. He's like, do a concert with Jamie and Truth. And then you can, you can shoot your live scene concert stuff there while the kids are there. So we had like 800 people out. So we was able to, you know, you know, you, you got to work with the budgets you got. I mean, God was doing supernatural stuff, like stuff like, he'll tell me like five years earlier, like, yo, save this, save that, be a piece of clothing and be some kind of, be like an old, a page or whatever it is like save it <laughs> stuff just comes to it's just be like oh i need it for this i need that for that god did some we had a scene we had to do this clan scene for my dad's story and the night before we about to go shoot i didn't still didn't have the clan outfits so i'm like well when am i gonna get a clan outfit and god just was like yo call this person up and ask them do they got a clan outfit and i was like yo do you got it? yeah i got a clan outfit we used it for this play 
I mean, he was just coming through with stuff last minute. You don't have a you don't have a room. You need a hotel room. I, I can tell you signs, wonders, and miracles. I can't even tell you the amount. Then he'll tell pastors like friends, he's like, "Yo, we got five grand for you. Or, I'm gonna give you this." And like people just giving you money. See, sometimes people miss it because they think they gotta have everything before they start. Mm-hmm. What God told me and showed me in this whole thing is like, Hans, people don't get on a train that's not moving. And sometimes God will not move till you move. And he's already moved, but you won't see the move till you move. So that's 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 the advice I give you. Just trust God. <laughs> and step out by faith. That's good. <laughs> that's good stuff. Man, what's next? Because we know we know how God do you. He's he's yeah. 10, 20 years already in the future uh, with you, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's in eternity. We trying to catch up. Okay. Um, but um, so again, we 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 we've edited and big shout out to my man Will Thomas, who's my editor, one of the producers for Jesus Saves the True Story of Philly Philly Freestyle MC Part One and Part Two. So we've already chopped up Part One, did the score and all that, and of course we screened it at, at the Met, which is like a, a Live Nation venue in Philly. Got great reviews. We're getting ready to do a, another screening here, um, Red Carpet Piece in Philly, a free will love offering. At our church, maybe a couple thousand people hopefully come out to that. And then, yeah, in June we believe in God to go to Cleveland. We're going to night. We're going to Kenya in August. Um, we're going to uh, where else? Are we going. There's a lot of different cities we're going to. Uh, just sharing Baltimore and no, I'm sorry, Baltimore is in July. Yeah, so God is. Um, we're taking it on the road, kind of like an evangelical piece. Um, you know, um, but we're also in the process of we're talking to like four distributors right now, just trying to make sure we get the right situation. Taking the film festivals, and all in this process, we're going to be chopping up part two. And I'm working on a new film, uh, which I won't share too much about it. I just say that I'm definitely lifting up Jesus in it, and um, and uh, yeah, and um, this is, it's a sports movie. Um, finishing a book that goes with, with Jesus Saves um, just being real transparent trying to help somebody with, through what God showed me in my life and most importantly trying to you know love my, my wife and my daughter and my family and, and, and trying to love these kids oh also I'm sorry right now so we I don't own the movie um, God owns the movie but it's owned by my 501c3 Fisherman Ministry Group. So we're building a like a, a homeless shelter right now for marginalized boys with some of the proceeds from the film. And we're rehabbing it. We're gonna have like 12 young people, 12 young men, hopefully by the fall, stay in there, a, a, a recording studio, film lab, and a graphic design studio in there, teaching them film and, and then sports, which is my other passion. And just using that as a discipleship tool to get them closer to Jesus. So those are some of the things on the plate. Um, but I'm trying to flip some houses and I need bread. So God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Hans, we, we definitely appreciate you coming through and uh, chopping it up with us. Can you tell the people how they can follow you on all your social media platforms, your websites for the movie as well? Yeah, so um, the uh, website for the movie and the ministry is fmg215.com. Um, you can follow uh, me as I follow Christ at uh, Jesus. What is it? 
Han Soul, Jesus forgave you. That's H A N S O U L. Jesus forgave you. That's Instagram. Uh, Twitter is Han Soul at Han Soul Music. And Facebook is Han, uh, Facebook.com Han Soul. We also got at the Jesus Saves movie. Um, and a few other joints. Yeah. So. <laughs> Appreciate you, sir. Keep it locked. You tuned in to the fix. You tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. DJ Focus and Dice Gamble checking back in. And listen, we're gonna hop into this real talk conversation. Okay. Dice, what we got for the ladies today? Oh man, we got some encouragement for y'all. So you know, we're talking about uh, seven ways to biblically empower women. So shout out to all the ladies uh, who are listening today. We're gonna um, we're gonna get into it. You know. All right, focus. So off the top, uh, number one, encourage them to rely on God's strength. Yeah, I mean, women have to be superheroes. That's just who we are to the world. I don't know why, who chose it, but we multitask all day long from having families, kids, jobs, you name it, uh, running businesses, taking care of our elderly, um, you know, definitely serving the church. You know, women, we go hard. Um, and we need encouragement. Now let's talk about that piece. You know, we're talking about getting that uh, encouragement to rely on God's strength. I mean, we need encouragement way more than people think. You know, we often have to put on the brave face. We often have to clean up the messes, you know, stitch up the boo-boos and, you know, make sure a lot of things are prepared for other people. But more uh, than not, we need encouragement and you guys coming to the table for us with a with a biblical word something that we can really stand on firm and we can you know revert back to we can um, meditate on like that is beneficial you know having somebody that'll pray for us pray with us um let me give you a story you know I got these stories focused but um when I was growing up in Atlanta uh, we are taught to pray for people, right? And then you know how people be like, I'm gonna pray for you. And then they walk away. You don't know if they prayed for you or not, you know, but that's just something in Christendom. We have this thing, I'm gonna, I'll make sure I pray for you. And I remember I went to Lexington, Kentucky, and I was at a church and I'm on, um, on a lead team, you know, and we were about to walk out to do a song. And our lead singer, he had a cold, he was kind of sick. And we were literally like three steps out of the green room, almost into the stage. And I was like, Amen. It was an iron. Shout out to you and iron. I said, I'm gonna pray for you. And he was like, okay. And he stopped and turned. He was like, okay. Like he literally called me on it, you know, and, and, and then we prayed right there. But it, it, it shook me to my core because I was like, man, how many times have I said I would pray for somebody and I didn't, you know, but he called me on it immediately. And, and we got to go in like right as the music was starting. And I was like, man, you know, it, it only takes a sentence or two for you to get that prayer up. So, um, yes, encourage women, pray for them. But if you get an opportunity to really pray for your sister, like right then and there, it, you know, take two minutes and give it to her because we, we thrive off of that. We really, really do. We love encouragement. You know, women are super encouraging. So what, what are some of the struggles, though, sometimes with you being able to encourage yourself? Because I, I hear what you're saying, but do, yeah, do you ever I find know, it? Yeah, I know go, my weaknesses, you know, so you got the enemy's voice is really loud concerning your weaknesses. But no matter how loud he's speaking, it doesn't negate the truth of the Lord, you know. So, you really, you know, but sometimes it's it's hard to remember that, you know, if, when you're so used to giving out. You know, because 
th- that's why we need these uh, sabbaticals. That's why we need these breaks. That's why we need these the fast. Like that's why we need to be poured back into, and we need to receive more of the Lord more more than uh, more than we're getting typically nowadays. So it's important. Like we can't take vacations and go away for three months or forty days. You know. So it's like yeah, we <laughs> people need encouragement out here, especially the women and when you know um like all your failures on the inside like all day long you walk with all the balls you've dropped and you know meetings you missed or showing up late or this wasn't that you know you you can't handle this correctly like the enemy will get in your head and you're not thinking about going to the lord because you're just so busy trying to fight off the voices so it's harder you know to encourage yourself self-encouragement you know it's easier to encourage somebody else you know that's good yeah. Uh, second second point uh, you want to speak a little bit to uh, encouraging um, encouraging to rely on God's strength yeah so something that we have over here in our house is counting all of your wins and you know like we know that with God all things are possible but when you're in the moment you often forget that you know, you're looking at this challenge like there's no way I'm going to make it out of here. There's no way that this is going to get better. Like there's no way that somebody's going to come through for me right now. But I say, and this is a proven fact, it works. It's important for you to reflect on all the many blessings that the Lord has given you. Um, what's, that, what's that one book? I don't know if it's a thousand blessings or whatever, but it's just talking about every day you wake up you know, walk in gratefulness, remembering all the things that the Lord has brought you out of, you know, even if it was 10 years ago, even if it was 10 days ago, just really reflect on how good the Lord has been and just know that he is going to continue to be good, you know, but you really just got to stay focused uh, and, and stand firm on his word and just know that he's a good God and he cares for us. He loves you. He cares for you. He hears your prayers. He sees your tears. He's going to heal this thing. So, um, yeah, no, you definitely got to encourage that their faith, their faith in God, like remind the ladies that all things are possible with God. And they and they, they already know it, but it's good to just to hear it again, you know, for sure. That's good. That's that's that Matthew 19, 26. Come all on, man. things are possible with God. Look at you. Come on now. Preaching, uh, preaching. I'm here. Oh, no, man. we're just preaching, talking. Listen, I am here. I love, I love to empower women. I mean, I just think, we are absolutely amazing. So you already know, like I'm here for the ladies. Um, yeah, but we can definitely talk about God picking us up when we fall more, you know, for sure. So speak to humility. I think um, sometimes too as well, uh, you have to be taught to be humble. Ugh, I think the best teacher is life, you know. Um, it's one thing for somebody to give you a prophetic word about humility but oftentimes you just got to walk that piece out, you know, and God has an amazing way of humbling us all, you know, like it, it's, I, I absolutely love it. Like I like to learn. So I like to grow. And, um, I think that women, we have to be so strong. I think it comes off sometimes that we're not as humble as we could be or should be, but that's not the case. Like we <laughs> it's just, we, we have a loud voice and, um, we know what needs to be done in a day. So we're often like just kind of operating in that. I think, um, you know, God often teaches us personally, one-on-one individually, how to be humble in our seasons. You know, like my idea of you being humble focus is one thing and your idea of me being humble would be a different thing, you know, like, so I think, I think that's a personal thing 
between God. You know, he loves us. He'll chastise us. He'll, you know, he'll lead us. He'll show us. He'll guide us. And so my prayer, I would, I would say, continue to pray for women. And if you see a woman who she's just, she doesn't seem to be humble. Like if, if, if she needs to be taught that lesson of humility, I would say, don't try and teach her that lesson. That's not your business, but you should definitely be in prayer for her that, you know, God will continue to grow her in that area. You know what I mean? And he'll do it. He'll do it. Sure. You know that's 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 powerful, Dice. And I, uh, the scripture that come to mind for me will be uh, James four and six, uh, where God said He opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the the humble, the mm-hmm. humble being. So that's mm-hmm. and, and I know you're speaking to the ladies, but that's something my men got to work on too as well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know how we get. Right. You know, so no, no, listen. Us. Trust me, I know it's hard. In my mind, I'm like, I don't even need to answer this question. Don't you ever talk about women being humble? <laughs> like, I like that's a, it's a trigger, you know. But it really is a gift. I think we miss a lot of blessings not walking in humility, you know, just by being able to sit up under somebody and serve, or ministry and serve, sit up under a teaching or a teacher and serve. Like uh, missing an opportunity and being okay with it. You know what I mean? Like really trusting God for the next opportunity, like losing a, a, a somebody you're married to or you're dating, like and not getting irritated, aggravated, or now I'm on my revenge body. It's like walk walk in humility in that season. Trust the Lord and just know that your blessing's on the way. It's only two things here. Either God is preparing you for the blessing or he's preparing the blessing for you. So it's like having peace in that time until you see which one it is like that to me is a great example of humility, something that you can easily do, you know, and that will grow your uh, your relationship with with God. And in those moments where you just are like, all right, Lord, I am just following you. Matter of fact, I'll let you carry me, you know, through this season. Sometimes you can just walk it off. But sometimes it's like, no, I just need you to pick me up and take me all the way through the next three years. (laughs) And that's a humble thing to to do, you know. We as humans, you know, shutting it down and really trusting the Lord completely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go back to James too as well. James four and ten says, James. "Humble yourself before the Lord. Oh, no, and He will exalt you." Okay. Um, I, I think that's a, a powerful scripture when you talk about humbleness, humbleness, and then and then getting you in the right mode in the right. right spirit. Because right. I, I really, I really believe it's it's something humbleness and meekness like it's a trait that you have to ask god for (laughs) (laughs) you know that's right (laughs) absolutely Uh, before we go to break let's talk about um oh this is a good one come on now come Uh, on bring it let's go point four share your weaknesses and vulnerabilities Oh man, we always sharing. We overshare. Like that's what people think we are. You, so you, you, you sure? Because because I feel like <laughs> y'all only over- give what y'all want to give. <sighs> Let's be real now. Come on, dice. I think that <clears throat> you could be right. <laughs> we you, do you know, have. We you, do you, have. You, you know, we all put up these masks. You know, we'll we'll give just a little bit because we don't want people to know really, really what's going on behind closed doors i get it but let me let me say this i think that sometimes you have to understand what a weakness or vulnerability is and i i mean sometimes i think you're right you know there are some things you're not going to find out till you get with somebody till you're married for 10 years you just not gonna know you know how a person has been affected and that goes for men and that goes for women um but definitely you can help women by showing places that you've been vulnerable even if you're a guy like because guys y'all don't really talk about your business though so we don't 
we know kind of what bothers you, but not the deeply rooted when you were five years old, when you were seven years old. I mean, you have stories that can really help you connect to women or the woman that you're even even with. And typically women like we like we're very empathetic, you know, and we want to connect. We desire that type of connection. We are super, super intimate like that. And so it's like the more a man or even a lady opens up like your mom, auntie or whoever the, the stronger our relationship will become to you because women, we trust you as much as we know of you. Like, so it's like, if, <laughs> it could be the worst part of you too. But the fact that you were vulnerable enough to give us this thing, or I, you know, I accidentally did this when I was 17, or, you know, I didn't know about, you know, this and this happened when I was 20, or like the fact that you can really share something super super deep with us uh, it, it will grow the relationship um between us like you know you probably have to remind us don't tell nobody because <laughs> we will be talking about it <laughs> but the point is like if it means and something and it matters to you and you want to talk to us come to us you know and just say and I want to share something with you. And, um, you know, I don't know how you're going to feel about it, you know, but this happened to me or this is what I think, even if it's about us not being vulnerable, because, you know, we cannot be vulnerable and we will shut it down. Women, when we have this stone wall, we will throw that wall up in a minute. Like you will not even affect us. Like we have that ability. It's beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Jesus. Because we need it sometimes, but it's not healthy to do it all the times. So, um, but anyways, it, it's important for us to share our vulnerabilities with others <clears throat> um especially our, our our feelings like how we really feel not a, emotionally just our triggers but how we really feel on the inside you know no i agree and i think uh it's power in that showing mm-hmm. um the strength of how god brought you through something mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. be vulnerable to, vulnerable enough to say even mm-hmm. though i struggle with this or i was at a weak moment god brought me through it mm-hmm. and sharing those stories um, like, to your point, absolutely. You know, you have to make sure it's a good, a good person to share it with, mm-hmm. uh, cause, cause we know everybody, you know, can't handle certain things that you might give to them. But mm-hmm. I think it, it just helps the walk. I think, mm-hmm. um, sometimes we wear these masks and we walk around like we perfect and that's not real. And, um, I, I think it hinders, uh, us being able to speak, uh, words of encouragement and also show life lessons, uh, that God has shown us. Um, yeah. Through the stuff that we've been through, so I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. Listen, yeah. we, we we coming back. We, we, we talking real today, so uh, <laughs> y'all want to keep it locked. Uh, we going to a quick break. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tuned back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. DJ Focus and Dice Gamble, right back at you with this real talk conversation. So you know, before we went to break, uh, Dice, you was talking about uh, you know humility and. Uh, the importance of uh, sharing, um, being vulnerable, sharing your weaknesses and stuff. And you, you gave some great tips uh, to the ladies. Let's uh, talk about now. Um, how do you help the ladies understand their new identity in Christ? Man, I mean, just reminding a lady that she's new. I mean, even if she's not acting like the new in Christ, it is important for you to respond as though she is new in Christ and we like to hear how you're thinking and how you're, you know, what you think of us a lot, probably more than we should. But if you're always reminding a woman of God that, man, you know, she's shining, she's bright, like you recognize some things that she's done differently. 
since she's mm-hmm. started walking in, in Christ, like bring that up. Like, you know, I really liked how I saw you, you know, praying with the kids, you know, the other morning, like just up early and, you know, it really blessed me to see it when I came around the corner. Like just, just these little moments are very inspirational because, you know, the battle's real when you first give your life to Christ, you know, the enemy is not happy about that. So, you know, this person is really fighting um, hard to, to walk in their new life. So I would say definitely being encouraging buy some gifts go to the little bookstore and get an encouragement card you know like and just give some kind words bible scripture up in that card and like leave it leave it on the dresser or in the bedroom like think outside of the box of ways to really encourage you know women buy a buy a buy a little getaway get your little airbnb go set it up with some snacks you know i like cake and cookies and stuff you know like but i was just saying like you could do like a like nice a, little doubt. Yeah. Well, each year, you know, a lot of people celebrate their new life in Christ. Like you can start that trend in your household, you know, where you're like, wow, you know, it's been two years. So we're going to go downtown and, and celebrate, you know? So it's like, these are things that can really be an encouragement to women who are, um, help trying to get a hold of that new identity in Christ, even in becoming a new mom, you know, like, celebrate mom for the next nine months you know that she's going through bring her stuff home like wow this is exciting look at our get to do like you know our new our new life together we're bringing a new life together like really encourage her you know that hey this is who god chose to raise this child and we're going to be great at it so many different ways no that's good but i I will i do want to ask so for some of our young lady listeners mm-hmm. who are listening right now, mm-hmm. you know, we're in this social media age. Yeah. So I know you, you know, you're speaking about identity and finding mm-hmm. that identity. Mm-hmm. And I, some would argue a lot of the young ladies who are, you know, in social media aspire, you know, aspire to listen to a lot of the different artists, a lot mm-hmm. of the different actresses. They really kind of, kind of, even though they don't say it, kind of find their identity in, you know, I'm just using names, you know, maybe a Beyonce or maybe a a Viola Davis or, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of really shaping and finding who they are, Mm -hmm. what would you say to them? I would say you matter. You matter. You matter just as much as a Beyonce. You matter just as much as a Viola, Viola Davis. Like your life is just as great and grand and the plan for you is just as spectacular and phenomenal, regardless of what you think that looks like. So it's important for you to continue to cultivate that relationship with God. You know, waking up. Thank you, God. Like, like I'm here. Like, what are we doing today? Like really involving God in the process of designing, growing and, and cultivating you into who he's called you to be. So it's like, like every day looking for that new thing that God is going to download into your life so that you can um, fully become who you're supposed to become. So it's like, yeah, I mean, you can celebrate people when they have these uh, little posts online and things like that, but just know God wants to do it for you as well. So really trust in the Lord and just being uh, totally involved in your relationship with God, like be there, like know that he loves you just that much and thinks about you as big as he's thinking about anybody else for sure that's good next one uh tip uh let's talk about that you kind of hit on it a little bit but Uh go a little bit deeper now speak to the ladies about the power uh the power and importance of prayer and specifically too as well maybe this is a new um a new believer in the sense that she doesn't even understand how to pray what does that Mm. look like uh i definitely would say just 
pray. Like, talk to God like he is right in the room and a person. Like a father, like uh, a provider, you know, whatever you need. Like, don't don't put all this um, pressure on yourself to say the right words, to, you know, ask the right way, to follow a specific format. We got thousands of examples in the Bible about prayer. You can pick you one if you like to start out there. Um, but I would say start out simple, you know, walking in your gratitude. It's like, Lord, I thank you. Thank you for this day. You know, like just, just, and just start from there and then always express your emotions to God. This is how I feel, Lord, you know, and I really want to be able to blah, blah, blah. You know, can you, can you give me some of your power? I need more power today. I need more strength today. You know, um, like hell, I want to give you my insecurity, Lord. And I want to, I want to receive your, your confirmation on what it should, what it is I should be doing in life. Like start really simple, you know, as you get into your word and as you, you know, as you're growing in Christ, your prayer life is going to change, you know, then you'll start raining down fire. In mm-hmm. Jesus name, like it just changes, you know, like the rebukes get more fervent. Like you, you understand what power God has given you, but the power of prayer, nothing, nothing tops it. It's unmatched. That's your communication line to your creator. So it's important to cultivate that thing every single day, sometimes 25 times a day. Like you might have to walk through your whole day asking God for something, you know, but um, get into that word. Get into that word and find these simple prayers that you have already. And, um, you know, start reciting some of those, but definitely keep it simple. I would say when you start out, keep it simple and then grow, grow your prayer life, even with other people, you know, invite others in like say, hi, you know, I need, I need, I need, I need prayer. And then I want us to pray together and that will help you to become a better prayer. Pray earth. Um, no, that's good. How, how important are devotionals and, and devotional books and stuff like that? I think you need it. I think you need it all. These Listen, God has blessed us to have um, teachers, bishops, you know, ministers, everything on this planet to help walk us through his word. And it doesn't make sense to not use the tools that you've been given, you know. So I would say do, do some research online. Amazon has them listed out. Audible has them. I mean, Google, I mean, ask your team at church, you know, or ask somebody who is in their word and they have already walked um, the path of getting started in Christianity and their walk with Christ. Ask them, what's a good devotional that you've read lately? You know, this is this is where I am struggling with, I don't know, faithfulness. You know, can you suggest to me or just go to the Bible bookstore near you or go online like your resources are unlimited nowadays, guys. So I encourage all of you out there to make sure you get you uh, get in a good devotional, you know, a couple times a year, you know, for real. They have- last, po- last point, uh, point seven, uh, <laughs> encourage them to put on the armor of God. Ooh, all of it every day. I mean, I think we um, we should. Right. That's what we should be doing every single day. So I think that's just the point. I don't, I don't even think there's a question in that one. It's just like, that's something you guys could do to help women to remember uh, who and where their power comes from um, by putting on the full armor of God every single day. So um, yeah, I think um, that's, uh, what came to my mind is abiding in, uh, in, in Christ every day. If you abide in him, I think that's, that's what will help you uh, get to another place. I think it's in Ephesians. 
mm-hmm, where it says mm-hmm. abide in the Lord. I think it's mm-hmm. Ephesians 6. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. Dice, no, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is just a team effort over here today. But hopefully that the ladies that were listening and even the fellas uh, that were listening, like they got some tips on how to better encourage women definitely from a biblical standpoint um you know ladies we're we're spiritual warriors out here like we go hard for christ you know so we do need encouragement we need regular womanly encouragement and then we also need spiritual encouragement so if you can give us both listen we're just going to become greater for the kingdom tap into before we get out of here uh tap into that the importance of um, understanding and starting to fast when you talk about prayer too as well yeah, I mean, that's a that's a whole nother level of prayer, as we know, um, and not fasting just to starve yourself, but really offering uh, something up as a sacrifice. I mean, God recognizes our sacrifices, regardless if we get the prayer answered in the way we want to or not. You know what I mean? Like it brings honor when we are willing to lay our our, our fleshly want down, you know, and really tap in so i know we do fast over here twice a year um and i i need it personally i've just learned coupling fasting with my prayer life it just does something in the spirit realm it just brings a different type of opening you know it brings a different type of blessing so i I would encourage you to get in your bible and read about fasting if you're ready to take your prayer life to the next level and it's not always about food focus as we know you know like it could definitely be TV, electronics, people, places, things, you know, I think the Bible often talks about just the food fast uh, mostly. But listen, we can definitely fast from a lot of things in our life that keep us out of the will of God. And I would say anything that is taking you off the path of following Christ is definitely out of the will of God. So, oh, I I wanted to say to you, like you were talking about the armor of God. And I was like, yeah, women like we, you know, the belts and the breastplates and the shoes. I mean. And the shields and the helmets. I mean, you guys, like, you can go into Ephesians 6 and read more about all of these things that protect you in certain ways. But, um, yeah, definitely. Maybe even put this on your mirror in the bathroom and each morning that you're getting ready or brushing your teeth. You just run through scripture and just see how to better protect yourself mentally and spiritually from things that could come your way to kind of take you off your path. So, yeah. Absolutely. Speak that speak that word into existence. Yeah. That's uh, right. We need them scriptures, lady. Listen, DJ Folks and Dice Gamble, we gotta go to break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tuned back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B and poetry. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, and this is the saddest moment of the show. Uh, we really hate that we got to leave you guys. We have so much fun bringing you all the heat, the hottest topics, the hottest music. And today was just fire. I mean, if you missed it, hit the button on your app and go back to the top of the show and start listening from the gate because everything today was fire. Everything was fire. Uh, I think uh, you did a great job today of giving the ladies some substance on just some practical things that they should look at for encouragement to just self-development. I think that's that's a good way for encouragement and self-development mm-hmm. uh, as a lady and a believer. And, the, you know, you talked about a lot, the transition, the, the prayer, uh, just staying encouraged, the accountability, the weakness, the vulnerability. Listen, Dice, drop some gems. So you, you want to go back, ladies, all my lady listeners. 
Um, we wanted to make sure that we gave the ladies something. And guys, we got something coming from y'all when uh, Father's Day come around. So this was specifically for the ladies today. Shouts out to all the ladies. We pray every all the ladies had a great Mother's Day yesterday. Listen, if you're getting ready for work or if you're on your ride, we pray that you get there safe. We pray that you be productive today. We pray that you got something out this show today. We really want to give you guys uh, equip you guys with some inspiration, some practical tools, tips, encouragement. Like that's what the fix is all about. We really are looking to fix it from the inside out, looking yourself in the mirror and holding yourself accountable to let God change you through the word, through the music, prayer, everything that you got. Listen, we want to shout out pastor MC Han soul for dropping so many <laughs> nuggets today. Listen, it, it, listen, dice. He was dropping so many. I mean, I, I think I got about 29 revelations in the small amount of time that he was on. I was like, the Lord really uses this man. He used him today to definitely confirm a lot of what we have going on. And um, I just, I could have listened to him for another hour, just talk about his journey and just spiritual things, of the, you know, and everything, movie making and just how God does what he does. And um, he was such a refreshing interview today it was like, absolutely thank you guys and, so, and i'm grateful that he's getting ready to go on tour with this movie jesus saves yeah. a true life story of a philly mc yeah. uh you definitely want to check it out he's trying to travel um we, we're putting it together right now we're trying to get him to come to cleveland ohio and uh we never know where else he might land but definitely go follow him mm -hmm. and watch the movie support 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 we always talk about as believers mm -hmm. we need to support our brands we need to support our people yes. so please if he comes in your city tell everybody in your church tell yeah. everybody in your neighborhood pack out the theaters pack out yes. the churches wherever he may be mm -hmm. and support this movie we believe mm -hmm. in this pastor uh we believe in his vision and the power and just want to support so yeah listen mm -hmm. oh my goodness don't miss so it. many gems. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm like you said. <laughs> Don't miss it. I would not want to miss this show. I personally love this show. Like this is my favorite show. Not because we are so great. It's just the people that come on here and the people we get to interview and announce and the music, everything that's going on in the world. It's just nice to hear what God is doing. I like from the people that are actually doing it. So thank y'all for your time. Shout out to everybody, especially Pastor Han. Thank you so much for coming on here today. And just sharing with us where you're going next. I mean, it's nice to have the new insight and Absolutely. know everything. You heard Absolutely. it first. You heard it first. <laughs> right here on The Fix. Right here on The Fix. Listen, oh, remember, man. stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. The Fix is in. We out. Peace. <laughs>